0: I'm Sneezy. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello.
1: (laughs) If you were a a dwarf that uh, associated with Snow White, you would be Sneezy?
2: Yeah. Yeah. At this moment, I would be Sneezy. Yes.
1: Yeah. -dom, Dom, who do you think you would be?
0: well <laughs> I I think uh I think a I think the first thing people would say for me would be grumpy, but I don't think that's true I think I'm Doc
2: I think you're doc
0: yeah
1: so those are the first two dwarves that popped into my head for me uh, or for you for you okay for oh, you
0: Sneezy is a dwarf yeah.
1: Who would you be? Uh one of the nondescript ones, because I can only think of four at the moment. You'd be bashful for sure. <laughs> okay. Uh playing hard to get, right? Yep. Shy guy. Yep. Okay. I can get on board with that. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't think I embody the grumpiness. Um, no. And I'm definitely no. not doc. And mm-hmm. I really don't suffer from a lot of seasonal allergies, so
0: Sneezy's out the door. Oh, man, I do. <laughs> but I won't take that from you. <laughs> <laughs> on cue, My nose kicked in. Drip, drip. How's
1: that
2: uh, heat wave going on there in middle America? It's 4,000 degrees. It's that hot. <laughs> yeah, you do, it's, uh, it's fucking hot. What else is there to say? And it's that gross, humid, dense heat. I hate yeah. it. That's what
1: I'm hearing. Uh, there's also some like random hail storms going on Yep, amidst this, uh, you know, insane heat wave. They're saying it's the, the, uh, the heartland of America right now is the hottest place on the planet outside of some other, you know, trop, you know, normally tropical, uh, climates.
2: It's, it's, it's gross. And I mean, yeah, we get the hail, we're getting the freak hail, the lightning storms, the electrical storms have been awesome, uh, but I'm surviving. Is there a heat wave there?
0: No, <laughs> it was like in the 80s today.
2: Is it on yeah. the is the Texas heat in the news there?
1: Uh, so I just, you know, <laughs> I support pretty much all four time zones for these 48 contiguous states. Is it contiguous? Is that the correct yes. term? Okay. And there are some people that that live in Texas that were, you know, commenting on the heat wave and that you can tell everybody who doesn't park their car in their garage because it looks like they've been their cars have been pounded uh, from all of this freak hailstorm, which I just found interesting. Had some good jokes about it. You know, people going out there thinking if I throw this blanket over the top of my car that it's miraculously going to somehow Uh prevent. Any type of uh, superficial dents from this, you know, freak size hail, which is yeah. ludicrous.
2: Yeah, I have not seen hail that is like BB size do damage. Like it's like that. Like maybe a blanket over a car maybe would prevent damage from that, but like sure the quarter size, the golf ball size, the baseball size. No, I've only ever seen a little bigger than a quarter here.
0: Baseball size
1: hail is
2: terrifying. Yeah, that's yeah, like, that
1: sounds like. You wouldn't want to be outside for any of that because you could be concussed or worse.
2: Yes. You could be terribly concussed. You terribly be, concussed. Your pelted. head could be your your brain could be neganed.
0: That's a hey, walking hey, dead hey. reference. No one watches The Walking Dead. I'm watching Dead City, actually. Nope. Nope. You shouldn't be. You need to stop immediately. <laughs> stop doing that.
1: Speaking of baseball, mm-hmm. your uh, your adopted son had a gem of a game last night. He did. Just an absolute gem. He Two did. home runs and 10 strikeouts. It's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Uh, good God, it's going to be hard watching him play for the Dodgers next year.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> In fact, they should just trade him. And you you know that is the the island I'm on. And frankly, here, here's my I actually went to the game on Monday night. He hit an absolute mammoth home run that was it was one of those ones that if, even if you had your head turned from anywhere in the stadium, you'd hear it and you'd be like, all right, that ball's gone. And uh, the pitcher for the White Sox, whose name is escaping me for some reason at the moment, who pitched very well. um, That is super fucking annoying. He's, he's like their second best pitcher. What, what's his name? Nachi Alito, the other guy. Dylan Cease, um, like, didn't even, from where we were sitting, we actually got really good seats in the club level, like in front of the, the luxury suites, and Ooh. he he didn't even turn around to watch the ball. He, he just, just, like, like called, called for another one. Ball. <laughs> it was, yeah, no, I don't care that he's going to go to the Dodgers or wherever, Um. and, fr- and frankly, like I was saying to to my, my grandma, who I go to these games with, I have reservations about giving him an eight to 10 year deal anyway because he's 29 and almost 30 or will be 30 next year and there's just really not much precedent for this so assuming they don't trade him this year you got three you know pinnacle all-time historic seasons out of him they aren't making the playoffs with him, so they can just as likely not make the playoffs without him. Although maybe this year it actually kind of looks like they will, which is fine. Um, I, you know, I, I think
1: that I think the the way they're playing right now, they'll they'll get in as a wild
0: card. Probably, I think, think they could run down Texas. Honestly,
1: it, it's not out of the it's not no. out of the out of the conversation. Just I think maybe I'm hedging because I know that there's like an epic collapse you know about to happen at any point in time why would you say that because that's what happens
0: that that's the trend dumb. that's so that's what happens <laughs> it is here's the thing the angels deserve to lose him for nothing the the dumb fuck fans and yes i am talking about angel <laughs> fans deserve <laughs> to lose him for nothing because that's what's going to happen um i really i have issue with a lot of the people that work for the Angels. But here's the deal. So they play, they're playing Chicago right now. Chicago's not a good team. They play the Diamondbacks this weekend. Then they play the Dodgers. No, sorry. Then they play the Padres, then the Dodgers, and then it's the All-Star break. After the All-Star break, though, they play the Astros, the Yankees, the Pirates, the Tigers, and the Blue Jays before the trade deadline. So they're Houston, New York, and Toronto. There's nine games in there with teams that they're competing competing for the wildcard for um the the post-game radio show host guy was making the point that they we as fans are gonna know what their future for this season looks like after those nine games you'd like to see him get five or six of them um and that that's just you know we'll see so it's gonna be an interesting july is gonna gonna tell a lot about the the season prospects for this team Do you think uh, Shohei takes part in the home run derby? Probably not. He did it two years ago. Um, I don't, there's no reason to. So I'm sure they would like him to. I mean, but maybe, who knows? He seems to kind of enjoy that stuff, which is cool to me. So maybe. I I mean, you would want, right? uh, Hypothetically,
1: you would want the person leading the league in homers to take part in that.
0: You would, but similar to golf, um, like there's those long drive competitions. Sure. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau does those, but most PGA Tour live tour guys don't because it's, it's a different swing. It's a different skill set. The first baseman for the Mets, who I think has won the last three of them, um Pete Alonzo, is. Uh... He's a he's a long range. Uh, drive he, he's guy. a, he's a long ball hitter and it doesn't seem to mess with his, his like in season swing. So, um, you know, I don't know <laughs> the baseball all-star game is fun. The home run derby is fun. Um, it's been a fun baseball season. There's some really, really good teams. So the, the, the
1: sports best all, which sport has the best all-star game and why
0: the NBA And let me tell you why it's the NHL. I I knew (laughs) you were going to say that. And here's the thing. You're not wrong (laughs) as much as I'd like you to be. So the NBA is fun. However, uh, I
1: don't know, like it's just all offense and not really ultra competitive until the end of the game. Whereas Mm -hmm. the NHL skills competition, and then it's a mini tournament, which is just is epic. You know, you have your, all your divisions that are playing against each other. And then there's a lot of, uh, there's just, I don't know. I, I think the skills competition is the best in all in the sports. Yes. The hockey skills competition is the best. Um, The NBA is probably the second best. The NFL, really nobody cares about the all-star game, which sort of the. It's flag
0: football now, right? It is flag
1: football, yeah. which has gotten a little bit more pop. Yeah, <laughs> But still, like, I'm not stopping to watch it. Whereas you could watch. The NBA, you know, you you get some buzz around like, oh, I'm watching the NBA skills competition or the NBA three point contest. Nobody really cares about the dunk contest anymore because there's not big names that are participating in it. All well, and the they've topic. done all the
0: dunks now. Yeah, <laughs> we've they've we've done, done all, all of the dunks, dunks now.
1: There's there are no more dunks to do, guys. We we thought of all the dunks that the dunks yeah. are done. We can jump over people. We'll jump over two people. We'll raise the rim. We'll jump you over can... a car. Yeah. I'll bounce it I'll off dunk the on side of the backboard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have two balls. You know. Okay. <laughs> yes, most people do. Uh, but anyway, um, I digress. Anyway, that was a nice tangent. Um, probably because it feels like forever ago that we watched fights on Saturday. Maybe it's was because where are the fights, and they were over. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was a uh, it was interesting because it was an ABC card, right? Mm. Uh but it didn't it started at 11:30. Is that it right here and it started at 11:30 in the morning my time?
0: Yes. Is, you, okay, your audio is working. Cool. It wasn't working for a second. Yeah, I'm I'm actually going to stop my video because my
2: thing is going slow, but my audio works.
0: Okay. Yeah, so it was
1: uh it was interesting. I, I caught it late. I was doing some some chores in the morning and then you know, watched the main card. I thought it was it was fun. Uh, Macy Barber who I, I I think she's on the list for us I wasn't sure if, if she uh, is she's on the list yeah uh coming out of team Alpha male that's pretty pretty epic win uh just dominant and then you know obviously Ilya Tapuria is getting all the buzz I think what ended up happening was just showing a little bit of uh Josh Emmett's age 38 fighting at 145 that just seems to be a recipe for getting your ass beat especially when you're fighting somebody who's undefeated with tons of finishes, who's 25 years old um and did you see uh after the fact he was uh he was hanging out with Davi Ramos Davi Hamosh is it is it, it's not Hamosh because he's actually Spanish it's Ramos um who's a you know pretty famous football player
0: uh yes I did see soccer that. player mm-hmm. I, I soccer player not to confuse anybody we call it soccer in America. We we didn't get a chance to touch on the biggest soccer news in probably American soccer history. Oh yeah yeah with uh with Messi yeah
1: yeah no that's uh so my question wasn't I didn't look into it but how old is Messi for him? Messi to... is thirty five. Okay so is that the same age that Beckham came over and played in the MLS? For the game.
0: Messi is not 35, he was born in '87, so he is 36. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, just actually, just four days ago, turned 36. Um, I don't know how old David Beckham was when he came here.
1: Well, it's like it's a similar move, that's so that's kind of how I equate it. It's like he's moving from club to club. He was what he was at, uh, PSG. They told yep. him they weren't going to retain him. And it was either the money move and playing in Saudi Arabia or maybe a a bigger or similar money move, maybe a little bit. David Beckham
0: was 31.
1: Oh, wow. Much younger. But also Messi, I think, widely regarded as a much better
0: soccer player. (laughs) Are you, you want to go out on that, that limb or (laughs) is that, is that, is that too much of a Messi uh... is widely regarded as maybe the best who's ever lived, especially with that last World Cup.
1: Yes, with Argentina that was that was mm-hmm. amazing. Um obviously like him and Ronaldo for this era have gone back and forth. I think Ronaldo... Have you
0: seen the video of <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? No. Ronaldo hitting the heading the ball rather in pitch black? No. Dude, it's fucking incredible. They don't even let they they do a series of of plays with him or sets whatever they call them in soccer who fucking cares and in the very last one the room is pitch black and he can't even see the ball be kicked he has to hear it and he heads it in in pitch black
1: it's i'm a uh, wow it's is, literally so he's just picking astounding. it up by sound
0: downing it's and and just distance understanding there's actually two can I share my screen? I can. We're going to watch two Ronaldo plays. Aaron, you got to show some fucking respect, okay? Hey, you can share your screen. There's there's one where when he was playing for Juventus. Nope, don't like the sound. Okay. You guys see this?
1: Uh, yep. Yeah, we got it.
0: Okay. Is that better? Yeah. Okay, watch this. If you can see my cursor, he's right here. Okay? Yep. Seven. Got him. This is one of those things I'm going to talk while this is happening. Again, he's right here. Watch this. Excuse me? (laughs) Did you guys not see
1: it? Uh, video's a little bit choppy, so I'm oh, hoping it's going to be a replay.
0: It is pretty choppy. Is that better?
1: Yes. Wait. No. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> oh, that sucks.
1: So, it looked like he went above. Now it looks
0: fine. Like, everyone. Can you see it now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll keep watching. Okay, Watch this. So. Dude, what?
1: He just hung in the air. <laughs> Like, he was just levitating and just contorted his body. Wow. Here you go. Dude, it's like, it's unbelievable. Look at this. He just, he keeps, he's, he's just levitating.
0: And then he's just waiting there. And then he gets to the ball.
1: <laughs> it's like, I jumped, way, the, I jumped the, way too early for this. <laughs>
0: understanding of geometry you have to have to make that work. <laughs> and then there's these. And honestly, this to me is even more impressive. How does the video look? This looks good. good. Okay. Wow. Them Them. iMovie. So
2: they've So they've got the titles. light on. Right. So
1: he's... Okay. Oh, wow. Night vision. Okay.
0: But that time they let him see where the ball was kicked.
1: Okay. Yep. Yep. He goes down and gets it.
0: None of us could do that, by the way. No. No. But... So he tracks it. A split second. And Again, just knows still the in the light. They turn it off with even less time for him to track it.
1: Yeah. Okay, so night vision.
0: Damn. doesn't have that one. Kicks it.
1: Yeah, it was a short. The guy shorted it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's He still got he's to still, it. He still picked it up. Okay, now watch this. Oh, shit. Okay. Lights
1: off. Balls in the net.
0: <laughs> oh, he had okay. a shoulder. His shoulder. I'm sorry, but that's that's amazing. So, I don't know if Messi could do that. Maybe he could. Maybe he couldn't. But the point is, he's coming to Miami. Go, carry on. <laughs> and, and coming to yeah, yeah, coming to
1: Miami. That's uh, that is Beckham's team, right? Yes. Okay. So, how much is he getting to to come to play? with some scrubs in America.
0: Well, so here's the thing, it's not necessarily clear and here's why. So he was op- offered apparently 1.5 or 6 billion dollars over 3 years to go to Saudi Arabia or something. Um he took that down. He or he turned that down rather. The contract with MLS is they're saying 50 to 60 million per year, but this is not just with uh, Miami FC, Inter-Miami, they call it. Um, it the It's Inter-Miami. It's the MLS themselves. It's Adidas, and it's actually Apple who has... Um, yeah, so they are offering... Apple and Adidas are both offering profit-sharing and merchandising subscriptions for him <laughs> because Apple is... They have their uh, MLS package on... Apple Apple TV TV plus. Yeah. Um, So this one says
1: 150 million, two and a half years, average $53.7 million annually, plus an option for 2026. Uh, The $150 million include signing bonus and an ownership stake in the club upon his retirement. Crazy. (laughs) Just because he's the biggest or... Is he the is he the biggest or is Ronaldo yes. still the biggest? Uh it's close. It's close. And Ronaldo actually took the money and is playing in Saudi Arabia now, right? I believe so. And correct me if I'm wrong. Does he still live with his mom, or does his mom still live with him? Like everywhere, wherever he goes, he takes his mom with him? Who? Ronaldo.
0: I I don't know. That'd be pretty cute. Um, you can already no, you can't. I'm sorry. I thought you could. Um, they are already selling, they're going to sell a lot of messy inter-Miami jerseys. Mm -hmm. And I might wear one of them.
2: (laughs) Kelvin Gastel is moving down to 170 and he's going to fight Shavkat Rachmanov.
0: So, (laughs) okay, let's talk about MMA. That's fucking wild because yes, it is. I don't understand how uh, he's going to
1: weigh 170 pounds I don't. and he how he's going to fight
0: Shavka Rockman?
1: Well, here's the thing, right? Like, <laughs> don't hate me, but he said he fights at 185 because he loves to eat food. So if he's actually disciplined and gets on a good meal mm-hmm. plan, right, with his fitness and his training, he'd probably make 170 for a minute. Yeah. I just think his chin's Back gone. up to, like, what, 195 maybe?
0: Whatever the rule is, you would think, right? Yeah.
1: But here's the thing, I just there's no way he beats Shovkot, even if he's hypothetically going to be the bigger fighter uh facing off because Shovcott just even if it's stand up, it's competitive, and then when he goes to the ground, it's it's no contest. I mean, Shovcott is undefeated with a hundred percent finish rate. It's insane. <laughs> Shop uh, like I I think Kelvin's a great fighter and him his fight with Izzy is always just something you always go back to and look at as a as an instant classic but that's a step back though too yeah that's that's a step back though for shop because he's not climbing the ranks in the welterweight division
0: like even if we yeah who would you rather see him fight? I suppose at welterweight. Well, I don't know because but... I don't disagree with you.
1: I don't so, really know.
2: I don't have an answer to that either. Ian Gary is is, is the problem.
1: Well, not Ian Gary either, because those are two. Those are two prospects. I mean,
0: those are two high level prospects. You don't want to cancel each other out, right?
2: Pro- so, Gary and Gastelum.
0: Shot- Shavkot's options to move up Gilbert Burns, Hamzat, Bilal, Colby, Kamaru, or Leon Edwards. So Bilal already said like, hey, I would
1: fight Shavkot, even though Bilal should just get a title shot, but they're going to give it to Colby instead, which is, you know, you look at when's the last time Colby fought, yada, 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 him fighting Gilbert Burns, but Gilbert Burns just fought Stephen Thompson. No, Uh, I think Stephen Thompson has a fight coming up anyway. Should we? That's right. Aaron,
0: can we climb the ladder with Shalcut Rachmanov?
2: Yeah.
0: Is that allowed? He's at number six. It won't take very long. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, number five, Gilbert Burns. Does he beat him? Yes.
2: Yeah, uh, that's a war. That's a war, but yes. I don't think it's a war anymore.
1: No, because I think Shotgun Dil- walks Dil- through him. Gilbert Burns is uh 36, 37. With some wars with some wars. on him.
2: That could be. Yeah, maybe the last couple with Bilal and Kamza took it out of him.
0: Number four, Hamzat Shamayev.
1: Uh, I don't know if Hamzat's gonna fight at 170 anymore.
2: I yeah, I, I was gonna say I just don't But see he's that on happening. the
0: ladder. Don't cheat. Okay.
1: So he's on the ladder. That's a tough contest. I think that Hamza is up. You think Hamzat wins that? Yeah. I don't know. So if we if he beats Gilbert and we think he beats Gilbert decisively, Gilbert gave Hamzat a hell of a fight. Yes, he did. And obviously MMA math is not a one-to-one type of comparison because No, it is of not of <laughs> styles. Uh But I I don't know. I I think uh I think that's a lot more competitive than than I, I initially look at and go, ooh, the boogeyman. But the boogeyman against somebody of, of Shavkot's caliber, I, I think Shavkot has more ways to win, honestly, like if if we're
0: considering all things equal. So I think the problem that I'm... I'm landing on two problems, rather. Um, probably the best fighter we've seen Shavkot fight is it beat? Is it Neil Magny? Or Jeff Neal? What happened in his fight with Jeff Neal? Was that a no contest?
2: Uh No, he knocked out Jeff Neal, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, it was like the first or second round. Okay, cool. So, Hamzat's biggest fight to this point has been... um Gilbert Burns, I guess? Gilbert Burns. It's the only time we've seen him look even remotely challenged. So... I guess here's my prediction for that fight, and I told you guys not to cheat and watch me do it right here. Ready? I think Hamzat misses weight by like eight pounds, (laughs) and I'm not pulling that number out of nowhere. And uh, (laughs) the fight doesn't actually happen is what I think they schedule it. And then it doesn't happen. That's reasonable (laughs) in this in this fantasy world.
1: I like a commission to say that, yeah, we're going to allow that fight to happen. I don't I don't think that's happening anywhere unless unless they change the bow to some type of catch weight, which they're not going to do they're, they're no. not going to do that either unless uh, it num-
0: unless it was uh Kevin in the Holland. Week and, he,
1: and he just said like hey there's no way I'm making this weight so let's make and then got weight. into a fight backstage yeah uh-huh yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> number three Bilal Muhammad.
1: uh I think he smokes Bilal yeah. and that sounds disrespectful to Bilal and I apologize to you. But uh, <laughs> I
0: think
2: he, it's a bad. I, re- I think it's a bad him. recipe. It's a bad recipe. I, I don't know what it is. They just they clash.
0: That is and- a tough matchup for Bilal. Yeah, very. But tough. I actually think Bilal and the next guy, Colby Covington, give him the biggest challenge in some ways. And I'll explain why. Uh Do you have him beating? I also would have him beating Bilal, but I think closer than people think. Yeah. Um, number
1: two, Colby I mean, Covington.
2: Division. I think he beats Colby.
0: I think really? Colby, Colby. I think
2: Colby's, Colby wins. I think Colby wins. Do you think
1: Colby wins? Colby. Mm-hmm. What is Colby? What's Colby's greatest asset? That's he's gonna he's put... snuff
2: him for five yes. rounds. It'd be the most boring five rounds. Fucking but what if he can't get cage? him down? What if he can't and get him down? And I far think he
0: would. I think he he got Kamara Usman down basically. Yeah. Um. Pete Kamara at that. Colby. I I think the problem is we have to remove our like thoughts on his personality and just say like what is he as a fighter? Colby's a fucking good fighter. That wrestling um, is
2: so much. It would I be think, so much.
0: I think he could beat him.
2: Just overwhelm him. It would be a UD. it be his important. last fight was over a
1: year ago. Well
0: yeah. uh, okay. That's contingent on whatever is going on with him outside of the business, right? The stuff with with uh yeah. Fuck, what's his name?
2: But I feel like I need a cold uh, Jorge Jorge, 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 Jorge
0: Masvidal. Masvidal. Thank you. Masvidal. Um, you know, Jorge hit him in the back of the head or whatever. I I you know, whatever's going on with that. Kamaro Usman, does he beat Camaro? Yes. I think today he does. I think he does. And I think he has no trouble with Leon Edwards.
1: No, yeah. no. I I honestly like I feel that we disrespect Leon, even though he beat Camaro twice. But every time we see we do this climbing the ladder game it's like oh does he beat the champion no problem <laughs> no no problem at all wipes wipes the floor with them
0: that's fair uh
2: yeah. but this feels like one of those placeholder champions like he's really only won and defended the belt off one person
0: leon is... edwards and jamal hill are having a drink somewhere together is what you're saying <laughs> Shit. <laughs>
2: well i mean jamal hill still has to defend like i want to see jamal hill defend that's yeah, so well, is, you're not who? going to, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Jamal Jamal is fighting,
1: who's he fighting next because it's not Alex. Alex is gonna he, fight,
2: fight. Oh, isn't he unifying it with Yuri? Probably Yuri. Well, is don't he? say unifying, that's right. He is the champ, <laughs> that is, he is the champ. My, it's
1: not
0: interim. my favorite
2: type of championship. Hey, you, get interim, interim you get an interim championship. championship. <laughs> I like I I like interim champ. Uh, you should champion.
0: follow boxing. There's like 19 champions yeah. in every division.
2: <laughs> I, but, but still, like on the
1: the Colby thing, his greatest, <laughs> his greatest asset is his cardio and his ability to smother fighters with that. I just don't think that happens. Okay, and he hasn't fought in over a year. He's also, if you think about him, he keeps himself in great shape. So I, I want to give him that respect. But he's also oh, he- 36, 37 years old. We're talking about Kamaru, Kamaru, Colby, Gilbert, Jorge, all these guys that were making a name for themselves in the welterweight division that are now obviously past their peak prime. He's part of the next wave. Him, Ian Gary, other uh, Cosmot. if he fights at 170.
0: Um, Gavcott. I will Oh, you can yeah.
1: comes up Tom Brady I will kill
0: something you said about his age but the problem is we're we're starting to see guys in a lot of sports kind of you know it used to be any sport you played if you were once you hit oh Nope, I'm good. Once you hit um, you know, 33, 34, it was like, all right, when is this gonna stop? <laughs> There's guys into these mid to late 30s that are still getting it done. Yeah. No, That's true. a
2: different animal too, because they don't make enough money to build the reserves that a lot of other sports enable their pl-
0: athletes to do. Uh well, certainly not the way that they do in baseball or or basketball all all I'm saying is you know Dustin Poirier is 34 I think Charles Oliveira is 34 Colby's 35 I just I think with kind of like we've talked about with tough and I definitely want to talk about tough I I think we're seeing something where the age thing is kind of not as big of a deal as it used to be or it's not as like immediate of a Or it's not as much of an advantage. I don't really know what I'm trying to say. Does that does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. You're, what you're saying is, or the way that I, I am interpreting it, it, is that the advancements in training and how to preserve your body. Yeah. We used to have when you went across thirty, like an NFL running back. You're like, oh, they're done, right? Once well, and NFL, that is
0: that is still true. Well, that's <laughs> unfortunately
1: like, the repetition of punishment. Um, you know. Le'Veon Bell, et cetera, guys who tote the rock 300 plus times, you can't do that for an extended period of time and expect you to remain as uh, explosive as you were previously. But, you know, in, in MMA and then in in obviously in other sports, particularly basketball where guys are in their mid thirties that are still playing as close or adjacent to their peak physical performance that they were doing in their mid to late 20s. Yep. Like LeBron's a great example. Obviously he's 38, still playing like a beast, right? 250 pounds can run and and do chase down blocks. You know, he can get to a spot whenever he wants to. Obviously it's not something he can just continue to do every single time, but you also have players like uh, we were talking about Steph Curry we didn't i didn't realize how old Steph Curry was 34 um Kyle Lowry i mean even Kyle Lowry yep. playing for the heat he's Jimmy Butler the bench Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. the, these are guys that 10 years ago 15 years ago when if they they would not be playing at the same level in terms of their athleticism at 34 35 so yeah that's a, it's a valid point um The UFC PI probably has a big part in that, since they can now just—they have free access to it. You know, you're on the UFC roster, you have access to meal planning based on your physique or how you want to fight. You know, training, proper recovery, uh, things that you just—you didn't have access to nutrition, all of it, all of it.
0: How old is John Jones? God.
1: John Jones, I think, is 36. 35. 35. He'll be 36 in August. Okay. So, still another one. That's, I saw an interesting thing come up like Stephen Thompson is, is he 40? He's 40. 40. Stephen Thompson is 40 also, but Stephen Thompson lives that martial arts life. I don't think he even drinks. So, obviously, when you do that, you're not hurting your body in any way. You're going to be far more physically capable. You like Yoel Romero is fucking forty six. Yeah, Freaking of nature. Just freak of nature, of course. Yeah. Um, he's an anomaly, but still, it just reminds me of, uh, who was that NBA ah, NBA NFL running back, Herschel Walker, right? When he was when he got into MMA, he was like forty nine. He still looked yeah. like he he was in his early to mid thirties in terms of his physique. Just mm-hmm. you know, that's that's an anomaly as well, like physical prowess. I'm not sure how we got on the subject, but anyway, uh, yeah, Shabka, Colby, got, Colby being, yeah, over Colby, the hill, Col- Colby, yeah. I I just I don't I don't know. You know, uh, maybe it's it just recency bias, and I haven't seen it in a while. I looked at his fight history. You know, over a year ago, and then it was the prior year, and then the prior. He did fight. He did fight twice in 2019, but it's been one fight a year. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, to a certain extent, the the shtick that persona just it really grates on me, and I just don't like it. Even though I've heard from several people that's not who he is, et cetera, but it's still irritating.
0: Quite irritating. Speaking of irritating, can we can we transition to tough, or is there is there <laughs> stuff from the Emmett Tapuria fight night that needs to be? So they're they're down? saying
1: uh, Tapuria, right? He should hold out for a title shot. Uh, oh, I don't know about that. I, I think he should fight one more person. I honestly think. Had they not announced the the Korean zombie Holloway fight, like it would be nice to see him fight Holloway. Like yeah. there's a champion, yeah. a prolific champion who we know can't beat Alex uh, Volkanovsky,
0: who if he wins, <laughs> right, we know this. Yes, we do know that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we know this.
0: If Volk wins against... And for uh, the record, neither can Ilya Topuria beat Alexander Volkanovsky, so it doesn't matter.
1: No. But here's the thing. Say Holloway beats uh Korean zombie. He likely will. Volkanovski
0: Volk, is 34, by the way.
1: And Volk, yeah, well, there's another guy, and also a uh, former professional athlete in another sport. Mm-hmm. Um, if Volkanovski beats Yair, which more than likely that will happen, however, Yair with his explosiveness, anything's possible. Does Volkanovski move up to 155 and challenge again? the belt again? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, let's say uh, let's say Charlie Olives does the thing, like. Charlie Olives, Volkanovski would be a hell of a fight. Uh, Now, a lot would have to happen. Makachev would have to look really uh, shitty in his fight against Charlie Olives for him
0: not to get an immediate rematch. Unless it overlapped with, is it Ramadan? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, for like an interim? (laughs) Doesn't he not fight? Uh, (laughs) He did not
1: fight. I mean, it's very hard to train for a, a fight when you're fasting from sunup to sundown with no yes. water hey, that's listen
0: it's hard to fast any window believe <laughs> me so and i'm sure as shit not trying to defend the lightweight ufc titles so sure sure uh and no water that's the big thing Ramadan. they that, don't they don't the drink water,
1: water is the big thing. that's yeah. that's huge you can't have multiple training sessions and not not drink water uh so you're 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 theorizing an interim
0: I'm just uh, oh Aaron's like what <laughs> did oh, you say interim? Said, interim title?
2: Hey, I love the I love interim titles. They're thoughtful and unnecessary. <laughs>
0: they uh, are thoughtful
2: and unnecessary. Just like something else we've talked about.
0: <laughs> I don't know what Volkanovski does next because there's really no point at featherweight. He has cleaned it out a la John Jones light heavyweight.
1: Yeah, he he needs to go. Hey, I'm going to go move up again and test myself and. Ramadan's in uh, early spring.
2: Yeah, because Bilal took that fight like what, uh, two weeks after
0: that's Ramadan right. ended? That's
1: right. That's right. Yep. So it's in spring. So the, the fight I mean, that's f- upcoming against a year is International Fight Week.
2: Yep. Okay.
1: So hypothetically, he takes the rest of the year off uh, and then he. Well, even then, if we fought at the beginning of 2024, that would still be Islam. Yeah. And you're not, if you're the 145, number one pound for pound, pound for pound guy, you're not going to go up to 155 and not fight for the belt, right? No. So.
0: I would even say he wouldn't fight for an interim belt.
1: No. He's like, "I, I want the real thing. I don't want this interim shit, you know, pull a, Pull a what was that? Was that Gaethje who just dropped the interim belt? Uh, on the Poirier. Oh, That's Poirier. Like pff, I don't want this. this I want hard. the real one. I think were one. his
0: exact words.
2: Yeah. Which is Aaron's like, like no! <laughs> no,
1: my precious.
2: <laughs> Tony Ferguson did that also. Well, it's the right thing to do.
1: It's like putting mm-hmm. an asterisk on on something. Oh, I won the the championship. I was a I was a UFC champion. Oh, an interim champion. Like there's an asterisk next there. Interim.
2: Right. Yeah. Uh, but true. yeah,
1: Taporia, I think I would love to see him fight Holloway. That's that's the ultimate test. We're 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 singing his praises. He looked dominant. They're saying he pulled, he uh he put his took his foot off the gas pedal in the fifth because he just didn't want to kill uh Emmett after what happened in that fourth round, which that was the... I can't remember another 10-7 that got actually scored. A 10 7, but that was a 10 7 uh, on one of the judges' scorecards, and the other ones had a 10 8. Wow. That's why you had that 50 42 scorecard. Yeah,
2: that was also Chris Lee, again, the one who fucks up everything. But at the same time, (laughs) that was a 10 7. (laughs) Adelaide Bird, what? Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. So here's the deal, though, with with this one for Tapuria for me. I don't, I don't, how good is Josh Emmett really? He's good. He just has no name value. Like, just He, You know, he beat Dan Ige. All right, fine. He beat Flores going backwards, Burgos. Okay, fine. Uh, He beat Calvin Cater. For some reason, people think that's pretty impressive. Um, He lost to Yair. He lost to to Topuria. You know, I don't know. Topuria hasn't had who has been his toughest opponent.
2: What's even more ridiculous is that that people thought that Ilya and Patty would actually be oh my god like (laughs) a contest like it's not a discussion now
0: patty is never taking that fight no no ridiculous yeah not in a million years no no patty patty needs to
1: stick to his middling 155ers and talk a big game He, he actually needs to probably take some some time to figure out what he wants to do because his last fight was absolute garbage
2: yeah, I think he needs to get knocked out and then go to PFL. <laughs> Damn, uh, that's that's my prediction.
0: And now it's time for the Pretty Me Podcast picks.
2: Well, actually, you know what's interesting? Uh, a UFC fighter is returning on this card from his uh, brief separation, which is Kevin Lee.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Exciting. I'm excited to see him come back. He looks good in a, was he in Bellator? He went to Bellator. No, right? no, no.
1: He had one fight in Eagle FC Eagle and he okay. fought Diego Sanchez. Yeah. Oh, that's wild, right. which is, which is uh, insane. He, they all, they said he had a, a shredded knee when he took that fight, but at the same time, like fighting Diego yeah. Sanchez, uh, it's not the same thing as fighting Diego Sanchez 15 years ago
2: No, his so head he's, kick he's, of, of Gregor Gillespie is just uh, a work of art
0: Yeah, that's that's an amazing highlight real knockout Speaking of Tony Ferguson uh, interim title belt winning fights Yes,
2: yeah uh, There's a couple of fun fights on this card this weekend
0: Yeah, well there's one that we haven't talked about at all
2: Yeah Our friend. Yes. Our friend Max Griffin, Max Payne Griffin, is on the main card. He's fighting Michael Morales. That's a tough fight.
0: It is. He's a side underdog here.
2: Uh, I think that's right. Uh, I I love Max, but I do think based on these two guys' fight histories, uh, I would give the edge to Morales as well. But Max can bang. He's... If his mind is there... And I don't mean that in like uh oh, if he puts the plan together, I mean like he seems to lose when he comes out of the moment in the fights, <laughs> so
1: so it's it's interesting, you know, if you look at the stats, Max has better defense, like mm-hmm. defensive metrics than Michael Morales does, which makes sense for a kid who's fourteen and old and is just looking to knock everybody out, yeah. So he, he could play that to his advantage because he is right. He's a, he's a veteran. He could take that aggressiveness and move it to a position where he's going to be more successful, which I think for me, if he wants to win, he's going to have to take it to the ground and do some, some top control ground and pound. So the, the, the significant strike accuracy is fairly, it's fairly the same 50 to 51%. Michael Morales throws way more strikes but he also absorbs more than, than max. So it's, it's interesting. If you look at the overall differential, the striking differential favors max because of his improved defense. The, the thing is that max, you know, when I think of max fighting, I don't think of him. Like I'm not going for the takedown all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Even though he's got a 50% takedown accuracy his takedown. Defense is pretty good but he's not going for a ton of takedowns unless that's you know in the moment up against the cage i think he's more of like in your face press you up against the the perimeter of the fence and try to
2: yeah he wants to fight you try like to make you dirty to, yeah he wants to fight you and i think that's dangerous against morales i think morales is a trained killer uh it's it's like a it's like a guy who's got a a, a bar like uh, uh what's the right word? like a reputation of being like a, a brawler type guy versus uh, a military guy. like I'd pick the military guy in the fight because he's trained to handle this and and react and I think I think that Max might be too brawly against somebody who's more methodical uh but I as a
1: it's gonna it's gonna be tough. Like this is.
2: He can hit him in the face, dude. Know? For
1: for for Michael Morales, they're like, we're gonna give you this guy as like a test. Are you ready to take the next step? We're gonna put you in the showcase position on the main card, right? Not the co-main. Yeah. You're in the showcase, and we're gonna give you a veteran who's been in the UFC for a long time and see what you can do with that. Can you take the next step? And that's, you know, for Max, it's like, all right, can I still? can i take the next step because he was on a pretty impressive fight streak winning streak before you know controversial decision the decision that we you know people could say i don't think he won that fight and also one judge gave it to him 3 rounds to 0 which like that's wild but again that's <laughs> mma judging <laughs> yeah um this so i think could, it's interesting it, yeah it's,
2: this Could be just an exchange of fists and go to split decision.
1: So it it can't just be an exchange of fists, right? In the terms of if you think about, they're just swinging at each other. Yeah. Because Max is going to go. I I don't I don't like that for Max in terms of his ability to win the fight with his strengths. He's got to he's got to get inside and and clinch for it to to have a realistic shot. You know, inside trips maybe from top landing strikes. But. Uh, he he can't. He's not going to be able to keep it at distance. The guy's got a three inch reach advantage on him. He's yeah. He's a two inches taller. It's it's a uh, get in inch taller. Yeah, he's got a he's got to get in in inside that range.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to the fight before Max is too, but it's because of the list.
1: <laughs> uh, Ariana Lipsky, the the queen of violence. Yeah, the queen of violence. Queen of violence. She's is she on the list? Yeah, she's on the list. Yeah, yeah. All right.
2: Yes. So I'm I'm giving it to you. But I'm actually the the uh, even the I'm excited about Max. I'm excited about the fight before Max. Uh, I don't particularly care about the main event, Sean Strickland and Magomedov. But
0: more than anyone else.
2: Yeah, I I really like Demir Ismagulov. And I like Grant Dawson. Like I think that fight will be really fun. But Demir is the one who has the twitch.
1: He is. He's he has the, the tick. tick. He's and, got the
2: tick. And uh, I like. It's like watching a poker player. Like. <laughs> like... The other guy just gets so thrown off by it, and it's so fun to watch because it looks oh, like yeah, he's—that's right. It looks like he's rocked, or it looks like he's got an eye poke. The judges look fun. The ref always looks like he is going to stop it because he doesn't know if there's an eye poke. <laughs> like, he—he uh, uh, like he fought Nova.
1: Armin Sarukian at the end of the year last year, and mm-hmm. that was a—was uh, that a decision? I think that uh, was a
2: decision. If it was, I think Demir won.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. You can one. Sorry. You can. Three round unanimous decision. Oh, yeah. And Look at that. He beat uh, Kuta Deladze and then he beat uh, Tiago Alves prior to that, both decisions. So he's going to decisions quite a bit. Uh, yeah. Tiago Moises, that was a no contest. Hmm.
2: But with Grant Dawson, I, I like it.
1: Yeah, that's a banger for sure. Grant Dawson's going to go in there and try and. Try and yep. knock his head off. Which and Demir's a counterpuncher. Demir.
2: Yep, Demir's I, yeah, a counterpuncher. So yeah, it's yeah, definitely uh, It's it's gonna be fun. I, I I like that.
0: Caesar's has that as an even line. Yeah, that's I'd, a yep. If if we were able, that'd be a tasty parlay, right? Yep, that'd be a scary thing. With to what? With Max and I guess Magomedov, who I don't know. He's only got one UFC fight, and no, Sean Strickland no, doesn't no bitch.
1: I I wouldn't bet on Abus. I would uh, okay. or a boost. <laughs> I I would I would be interested in Demir, Max
0: and Shani Strix.
2: Kevin Lee. Kevin uh, Lee.
0: Yeah. I, but here's the
2: thing, I like Renat which I, butch- I butchered that, but I like Renat. Kevin Lee's in for a a, a rough welcome back.
1: Yeah, that's, that's tough, because I don't think Kevin's going to get him to the ground. Kevin, who has a wrestling background, if I'm not mistaken, but doesn't ever use it. Oh if he's going to try God. and strike, strike with Renat, Renat, he's going to get fucked up.
2: Okay. There's there's also, uh, you know what else, though, on here? Alexander doesn't use an E, and Alexander Romanov uh, is fighting Blagoy Ivanov. And that is a... One of those boys is going to sleep. Where is that <laughs> fight? It's the very first. Oh, that's the on first card. one. Yeah. Which is ridiculous that a ranked heavyweight bout is the opening prelim. Let's just. But
1: they're they're both coming off losses. Blagoy looks like a sack of potatoes, and that I'm pretty sure Alexander Noe <laughs> Romanov. His last fight, if I'm if I remember correctly, against Volkov, he looked like a piece of shit. He did. Like Volkov just Volkov just ran him over. Yeah, he and also
2: looked like he'd lost a lot of weight before that he fight. He looked fitter, uh, Romanov. So, like, I'm wondering if maybe this will be a, his adjustment. He's will have been adjusted to maybe his new fitness. But Blagoy <sighs> is just a, a retired fucking strongman for some mob somewhere. Like, he's yeah,
1: just. A... Yeah, it's like, I just do this for fun. Yeah. Blagoy, I, think... I just do this for fun, even
2: I think Carol Hosa will probably usurp Yana. Also, I think I think this will be Carol's. That might be an unpopular one. I don't know. I think Yana's probably. Uh, if I had to, uh, there's no rankings on UFC, but if I had to guess, she would probably be uh, yeah, uh, minus one seventy to like a plus
0: one twenty. Yeah, Yana. Uh, formally... ESPN has her as a plus one forty-five. They have her as the underdog. No, Santos is plus 145. Okay, yeah, okay. Rosa's so was... minus 170.
2: Cool. I was I was you were dead on. Okay. Yeah, that's that's exactly where I'd put it. Um yeah, anyway. I like I like Rosa in that. That's going to be some striking and some well-timed takedowns. I yeah. I like I like that one. Could even be a submission from Rosa. But Ayana just hasn't looked the same Since she changed her name from Kunitskaya to Santos. (laughs)
0: Uh, Is this Wade Wilson on Weston Wilson? She has to get divorced. Just change your name to Wade. She has to get divorced
2: like like Mackenzie Dern. Oh, we should talk about um, uh, Macy Barber won last week dramatically. Jeez, Macy Barber. We did. Did we talk about it?
0: We talked about her being on the list.
2: Yeah, that's just she is on the list. But dang, she she pummeled last week. She looked good. She looks scary.
0: She
1: looks scary good.
2: Scary good.
1: That scary good. And she's uh, that's one twenty five, right? One twenty five is is popping off now. Yeah, you're uh, one of your one of your favorite fighters. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Rose Nama mm-hmm said that she was going up to one twenty five. Which I thought was wild because she doesn't look like she struggles to make one fifteen.
2: I agree.
0: She's fighting Manon, right? Yes, she's fighting Manon, but she's the best. So I am the best.
2: <laughs> so damn it, I don't want to look at Zhang Wei Lee. I want to look at the rankings. So she's moving from strawweight to flyweight. Yep. And oh, there's the flyweight rankings. It keeps on. And she's fighting number two. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, for somebody of her caliber, the name, her ability. I mean, she knocked out the champ at straw weight.
2: Yeah, and there's Macy. She's now number eight. Okay, she would obliterate Lauren Murphy. Are we climbing climbing the ladder
1: with Macy? (laughs) Let's Let's do it. Climb that ladder. Okay, yeah. so she's sitting at number eight. She climbed three spots.
2: Yes, she uh, so- uh,
1: she essentially took uh, Amanda Hebos's spot, and she uh, leapfrogged over Jennifer Maya, probably because of inactivity. Yeah. Okay, Lauren Murphy. That's just that's domination, right?
2: Not even a discussion.
1: Caitlin Sermonara, I actually don't know who that is. So. If Formerly it's Chukagian? Chukagian. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Oh. oh. <laughs> it's like who's Caitlyn Caitlyn It's it's Katie Chukes.
2: Katie Chukes is now Chukes Katie Chukes. got married. Katie, Katie Chukes. <laughs> so, congratulations uh, Chukes. Man. Uh so but, she should be Caitlyn Chukes
1: Sermonara. Uh In her last <laughs> fight, she lost a four.
0: four. Caitlin Chukes and Ladders Sermonara. <laughs> chooks and ladders. Macy nah. beats chooks for sure. Yeah. Okay, Jessica, Jessica Andrade. Drops.
1: She's number 5 in flyweight and strawweight. That's hilarious and also impressive. Yeah. She holds two top 5 rankings in two weight classes.
0: And she's already fought three times this year. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, "Yeah, I'll
1: fight again." Actually, she's fighting uh she's fighting Tatiana. Yeah. That's Tatiana's next fight. Tatiana Suarez? Suarez? Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to win that weight. one? Tatiana. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, mm-hmm. Tatiana's got to move on that title. She's 32. Yep. She lost a lot of time with those injuries and also when she was trying to make the Olympic team.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: I shouldn't say trying to make she was on the Olympic team and then got cancer. So that whole cancer thing really took a lot of time for her career.
0: Also, yes. in other Tatiana Suarez news, she's tougher than all three of us combined times a thousand.
1: <laughs> yeah, with like with like a bum neck, she'd just fucking destroy yep. all of us. And she's uh, she's dating uh, one of the one of Bellator's f- f- champ fighters or, or like contender fighters at like one forty five. And I can't
0: is she on the list? Tatiana? Mm, not for me. Sometimes, yeah, she's like she's on <laughs> so the list. She's off the list. It's no. It's no. But it's not always no. It's yeah. just mostly she's no. got it was Santa's
2: best. list, she's Jewish.
0: Christopher Sykes.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Her boyfriend's name. Okay.
0: Gotcha. And he fights in CxF. Oh. And has Tatiana not had a professional fight not. since 2017. No, that sh- Tatiana Suarez is dating somebody else. Well, this article is from 2021, so you could be right,
2: huh? What? Oh well. How does Macy do? It's Patchy do it? Mix. That's who. That's
1: who she's dating. Patchy, okay. Patchy Mix.
2: Mix. What a fucking name is that? What is a... Change your fucking name. Patchy. Whoa, dude! That's his what? name. <laughs> Patchy? No.
1: Patchy. P A T C H Y. Patchy. Patchy. Mm, I don't think so, buddy. I
2: don't like it.
0: How does Macy
2: do? How does does that was the
0: one-two punch right there on Patchy (laughs) Knicks.
2: How does Macy do against Aaron Blanchfield? That's a rough. All right,
0: so that's a tough. Also, there's no number four. There's two number threes. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh wow! Uh...
1: So I think I think Aaron could be could be the champ at 125 in the very very near future. I think yeah. that's a an excellent uh rivalry potentially between her and Macy Barber, but I
0: could see them fighting for the title three times, yeah, 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 yeah
1: because I think Valentina yeah Valentina's so great and so dominant for so long, but you know she's similar with Amanda right coming towards the end yeah. of that run. How much longer does she want to do this?
2: Yeah I think Valentina is gonna move up.
1: You think she's gonna go 135? She could,
2: yeah. If she doesn't have a rematch with Grasso or and doesn't win it, then yeah, I think she goes out.
1: I mean, why not? Yeah, I think she wasn't up because of Amanda. 135, she beats Pena, she beats Raquel Pennington, she beats Holly Holm, she beats Caitlin Vieira. I'm pretty sure
2: she only lost to Amanda at 135.
1: I think you're right.
2: I'm pretty sure she only lost to Amanda.
1: I, yeah, I think she fucks up everybody. And if Amanda's 35.
2: gone, hey, welcome back. Sit up here for two or three more <laughs> years. You know,
1: that's a, that's that's a fair point.
2: And, and See let, how she does. Because flyweight's exciting. She could just own bantamweight.
1: <laughs> you know, in last year, we were or maybe earlier this year, we were just talking about how flyweight was like, man, just Valentina's just she gutted yeah. the division. And now we have all these people that are coming up. And look like we got a we got a potential future here. It's still not straw weight, but it's mm-hmm. it's competitive.
2: Yeah, Talia Tala, Talia, Talia Taylor how do you Talia Tyla said, Tyla made her look human and then yep. Alexa beat her, you know? And like that that's the yeah, I think at flyweight that's where it is. I think she should move up. Valentina that is uh, I think I think it would be safe to insert well I, I don't think Tyler Santos and Macy would be as interesting as Aaron and Macy I think Macy would win that I do uh,
1: you think Macy would beat Aaron? Ty- Tyler oh Tyler yeah I think so as well I think she actually yeah. beats Manone also Me too. I
2: think she beats Manone. I was going to say if Rose is in there if we insert her in there she beats Rose for sure she beats Rose she that the the Macy that fought last week beats the Rose that fought the last two or three times.
0: But she's the best. The best.
2: She's the best when she's repeating that.
0: Um, um during her walkout, yeah, which is does. somehow audible yeah. from a fucking TV camera microphone. <laughs> um I think actually kind of secretly, Flyweight is really interesting with yeah. the emergence of Macy Barber and Aaron Blanchfield. I think it could be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, not secretly. We're saying it here first on the Pretty Neat podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Secretly.
2: Yeah. And you got, and not only those two prospects, but throwing Rose in there too. Like that, that well, even too just adds to it a little bit. I agree. You never know. Oh,
1: I also think Zhang could go up to 125 and contest for two belts. That is interesting.
2: <laughs> right? Yang Gian Because I Zhang think, Weili. no,
0: Zhang Wei Zhang Wei Lee. Yeah. I think Zhang Wei Lee beats Alexa Grasso. No problem. I think so too. Yeah. I mean she's she's
1: really rounded out her game. She's developed the grappling. She's vicious from top control. I, I and I think she probably cuts a, a good amount of weight to make one fifteen. I definitely think yeah. the current champ, she could beat the current champ. I agree. Could she beat Valentina, who's bigger? Oh, I
0: don't know. That'd be such a good fight. That'd be a good fight, though. Oh, that would be so much fun.
2: <laughs> and if she wasn't, and if she wasn't the belt holder, there, it would be cool to watch Tatiana and Mackenzie fight over that belt for the next few years. <laughs>
0: what?
2: Because I think it would be because if Carla is oh for one fifteen for, for one fifteen, like if Jean, who is if,
0: Mackenzie? Mackenzie Mackenzie Dern. Dern. Oh.
2: Like one one fifteen. If Zhang Wei lee has gone and Rose Wait. is gone, Carla's I'm, not going to be around for. I am trying
0: long. to understand how you got to Mackenzie Dern, and is, just skipped the seven six people in front of her.
2: I am just saying, if Zhang Wei Lee <laughs> left Strawweight and went, I see. Like you are so suggesting, it, it Zhang would make and Rose Lee interesting too. Yeah, Jean
0: yeah. and Rose literally leave the division. That takes two of those seven. Verna gets lost on the way to the arena because <laughs> we know why she went left. And uh, uh, okay, Verna. yeah, no, I get it. That's fun.
2: And Jan, so, and Jan, 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 Jan were Jan so Jan mean to really Verna really and
0: Rosa. <laughs> Verna, yeah, and Jan, Jan beat Mackenzie Dern. Yes,
2: yes, but it was a while ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mackenzie got divorced
0: October and of last she's year. She's
2: angry and kills everybody. Mm. So I. I...
0: Oh, and wait. she beat Yonderoba.
1: Yep, it's wild hmm. to think that Verna is ranked ahead of Mackenzie, maybe because of her loss prior, prior to <laughs> yeah. the dominant. I mean, she looked great in her last fight. There's, there's no denying that she looked, she looked excellent. Similar to what we saw at Macy Barber, because she had been a little inconsistent, but uh, you know, kudos to Team Alpha Mill up there in Sa- in Sacramento. And they got her. They got her rolling. Macy looked great.
0: Is there going to be a fight for the bantamweight title?
1: I assume so.
0: I think there is. Didn't I they think announce that it? would be
1: Juliana and Raquel, right?
2: I'm pretty sure that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, I could also <laughs> uh...
1: maybe Holly, Juliana, and Holly. I was
2: I was about to throw Holly's name in there, but. It's not because she's, like, ranked up a bunch of quiet wins or anything like Raquel. It's just because she's got that champion name value. Holly? Yeah. Yeah, and I'd be down with that. I would be, too. Like, yeah. I, I think that would actually be a cool fight. But Raquel, same thing. What, like, five wins in a row now? The last time she lost was Valentina hitting her head with her, with her fucking leg.
0: Raquel uh, Pennington
1: has last, not
2: lost since,
1: since 2018 she got by Jermaine Durandamy.
2: Oh. Yeah. And then before that was the
1: that was the head kick.
2: The head kick. Oh, okay. No, that was a
1: decision. No, no, no. Oh, the one Valen. before before Jermaine was the Nuñez head kick.
0: Yes. The KO. Oh yeah. Huh. We remember, but Raquel doesn't. No.
2: No. There's some fun things happening. I look Raquel forward.
0: Pennington's yeah. fought a lot of good fighters. She's, she's yes, been around she for quite a long mm-hmm. time.
2: Who's she married to? Tisha, Tor- no. Tisha Torres. She is married is to Tisha, she? Tisha Torres. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Tiny Tornado and Rocky.
2: That's cute. They should have a, a TV show. They should. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Moose the and Squirrel.
2: I still think that like, uh, Smile and Sam and his Smile and Fam would have been a fun reality show.
0: Is Tisha Torres on the list? uh
2: sometimes there's sometimes yeah there's, she's, she's, a, she's
1: a she's got a guest pass
2: yeah she's a monet right she's good from far away but far from good oh, is that how wow it is? no 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 rude?
0: you sure she's not on the list
2: okay she might be uh,
0: <laughs> seems like she's kind of on the list <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> assuming that's a real picture uh, that's hilarious yeah
1: she might be she might be on that list
2: that's also probably yep, like i'm gonna say it. she's on the list old. guys
1: Nope, it yep. doesn't matter. She's on the list. You you just got you just got a pass to the list.
2: Yeah. Have you seen uh, Frank Mir's daughter?
1: Uh, isn't she like eighteen? I am aware
0: of her. Oh, you should bring she's her. She's like up. a she's a beast. Yeah, Tisha Torres on the list.
2: Yep. Okay. Way Frank to go, Peter's Rocky. <laughs> Let's get Raquel. right.
1: Yeah. So she's Frank Mir's daughter, and Frank Mir. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's her. Had or yeah, are coming up. Are gonna co- are gonna fight on the same card.
2: They are. Isn't that wild?
1: Yeah. That's cool. I mean, Frank shouldn't be fighting. No. But his daughter is some would say <laughs> Frank shouldn't be fighting, but his daughter is definitely uh good. S- Early prospect. Good. Yeah. Very young. Very, very young. But obviously she grew up in this and she has uh she's she's got a passion. Of course, her dad being a black belt in, in jujitsu, she's she's excellent on the ground.
2: know fun things to look forward to
0: okay let's talk about tough we've waited long enough oh yeah i feel like we need a we need a drop right there
2: i have no hope for mcgregor's team (laughs) i really
0: don't isn't it isn't it Analysis brought to you by Dude, yeah, <laughs> not going well for team. McGregor. Not going well.
1: Oh, and five. You're welcome. Uh, I, I pre-called it. I was half joking, but I also expected them to lose because they're just, just, it could be editing as well, but it just, there's a lack of any type of structure within that team. And of course, when you have a losing streak, that can be uh, pretty contagious to, to the team's psyche where you're just like, we can't win, um, which can affect your performance. So Chandler's so, team is the quite the opposite.
0: So it's interesting. I wanted to say last week when we were weathered out that, man, this has not been, and they're trying. If you follow what ESPN is posting and what the UFC is posting, just in articles and on the internet about tough, the way they're trying to kind of paint McGregor. It isn't he is not really coming away looking great from this this experience. And I don't like that he doesn't show up to weigh-ins. <laughs> that kind of annoys me. Um
1: the the negotiations for the catch
0: weight. Yeah. Didn't show it, up for that. This is what we're gonna do. Um Michael Chandler has his own podcast that he's recently started, and each week he does a like a recap with someone. Um this week for for today's episode yesterday's episode he had um daniel cormier on because daniel cormier also coached brad katona on tough okay so they 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 had similar experiences with him but they also said like we don't blame him for for what he's doing um but it does rub the rest of the team the wrong way um so chandler has shared some interesting insights into um kind of the behind the scenes stuff and he's he's not allowed to say a lot because it hasn't all aired yet but um i I don't i don't know it's connor's not looking oh anyway i'm sorry that's what i was saying in the on the podcast he was saying he had a heads up going into that discussion of kind of where they were gonna land for the catch weight so he kind of knew what was going to happen but he said connor just didn't show up like it wasn't that wasn't staged. He just literally wasn't there. So some of that stuff to me, Mm -hmm. you know, I I don't know, Michael Chandler. We've talked about this. He's very clearly devoted to the coaching aspect. And so is his team. Um, And I think if Connor and the, the team McGregor coaches were, I think we would have seen it. I think the UFC and ESPN want to paint him in a certain light. And frankly, um, I think they're having trouble. I I thought, oh, cool. Steven Thompson, that's a perfect guy to bring in and and have as a guest coach. And then on Chandler's podcast, he was like, the problem is you've only got him for like 90 minutes and Wonderboy is a one of one for what his ability level is and what he does. So you're not going to take much from him in one lesson, especially if you're not the veteran team. So I thought that was interesting insight and I I definitely think it it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, like... The guy last week of the week before he's fought Aljamain Sterling on like a numbered card or a fight night. <laughs> the guy, the guy that's fighting next week, Kurt Holabah for Team Chandler has fought hownie Barcelo, Shane Burgos, and Thiago Moises. The yeah. Lee Hammond who's fighting for Team McGregor has a Bellator win and last fought for IRE Fighting Championship. Like the the experience yeah. difference, I don't think there's any way the UFC could have seen this type of difference coming, or I don't think they would have done it this way.
2: I agree. Yeah. I think at Connor's training like attitude and Chandler is training strategy. Like that might be an editing thing, but it seems like whenever they're showing Connor talking and engaging with his team, it's always believe in yourself. You can push through. You can be better. Blah, blah blah. And when it shows Chandler, it's like this person's weakness is, your tools are and like here's how you employ that and it really like it's like Ryan said there's 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 not a lot of structure behind the individual bouts or engaging in each fight being an independent event like Connor's treating it like this is tough like you're here to experience the ultimate for your part of the show. But it's like, no, these are like guys' records, their careers. They're trying to get back in or get in. And uh, it's just like Connor is not the type of person who's in this game for other people. No. He started a whiskey (laughs) business and some bars and stuff. And Chandler has a gym where he's making more fighters. Chandler lives the fight game and athleticism and connor does not and it's really showing on the show now and it i'm not saying really, connor really used showing. to that's why he's good at what he does but no i i really think you're on to something with like if the ufc had seen vets versus prospects going this poorly they wouldn't have done it <laughs> just the vets killing everyone Ugh. are you guys uh,
0: enjoying the season no, I was
1: about to say, it's just not compelling. Hmm. Um, I almost feel like it's homework to watch it so that we can talk about it on this podcast. Oh, damn. Right. That is
0: not exactly a ringing endorsement.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you know, in, in fact, you know, we, we we started this season and the way that it's being advertised to Aaron's point, you know, and potentially the way it's being edited, you watching it live watching it with commercial uh, breaks. And I was okay with that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this is gonna, it's going to pick up. This is great. Two excellent coaches, fighters. We'll see how this uh, relationship evolves ahead of their fight. And then they still haven't signed a contract. Yeah. It sounds like McGregor's not going to fight this year.
2: Nope. He's out. He can't be in the pool long enough before the last event this year.
1: Right. The UFC can still make an exception to pull him out of that. That's that's so crazy. That's yeah. their choice if they're going to do it, but they haven't signed the agreement to fight. Can't be
2: in the Chandler's pool. Chandler's now six just
1: months, getting like... hung out to dry, so to speak. And I feel, I honestly feel bad for him because this is what he wants. He came to the UFC to have exciting fights It doesn't get any bigger than this. And now So far
0: he's done that.
1: Yeah, he so far he has done that. But now this with McGregor, whatever's going on with McGregor in his personal life, you know,
0: whether it's Well, this other stuff that we haven't talked about is a major complication. Absolutely.
1: And and he uh, what's what's Chandler gonna do now? Like who's he gonna fight? Everybody got tied up. He can't fight Gaethje again. He can't fight Poirier again. He can't fight... Uh, I
0: Charlie. think it's pretty obvious who he fights. Who does he fight? Assuming he stays at 55.
2: Who's coming up at 55 that we're not thinking of? I mean, no, I'm not, it's I'm not a guy already at who's...
0: 55. I think it's got to be Benil, right?
2: Oh, Five okay. Benible, who's coming off yeah. a loss? Yeah, because...
0: Yeah. Yeah. He fought Oliveira, Man, he fought suck. Poirier, he fought Gaethje. They're not going to give him a shot at Islam. Yeah. So he's got to fight Benil. Yeah,
2: and he would have to annihilate Benil to keep the star power. Because if Benil finished no, him... Michael oh Chandler gosh.
0: keeps the star power for sure. Uh, He'd uh. have to beat him. If he loses to him, that's a tough... Losing to Poirier and Gaethje is one thing. Losing to Benil is a completely different thing.
2: Yeah, like if he yeah. lost to Benil, that could really damage his career. Where... Well, that's the
0: thing. He he lost
1: to Charles. He lost to Poirier. He lost mm-hmm. to Gaethje. He can't lose. I mean, he's still ranked number five. Because he's he, in all of those fights, you could say that there were moments where he could have won that fight, right? Yeah. If it's a different referee than Herb Dean, he gets the belt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, against Charles. Her, Herb
1: Dean, right? He, somebody has to be
0: un- completely unconscious. <laughs> The, enemy, clock, two, the clock, the clock, the clock, working, working against him a little bit, but yes, yeah. in that first round. But even still, no, absolutely. Um And he almost stopped Poirier. It's mm-hmm.
1: all of these things are true, and with not he, all losses
0: are the same. Is the point?
1: No, exactly. Yeah. Not all those were all of those were performances of the night, and that's exactly what he said. I'm I'm here to make exciting fights. I would be. I think the physique fight would be a banger, but he just lost to Gaethje. I don't know. Like the Connor fight, that was the fight, and yes. that's not going to happen this year. So I feel really bad for him.
0: Yeah. Can he afford to wait? Yeah, he can afford to wait. Yeah. Could they be the first big headlining card next January? In January, yeah. assuming Connor be. gets in the pool today, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean. So yeah. that's the thing is
1: what's what's our what's our confidence level that connor does get in the pool and yeah. then they fight next year at the
0: beginning of the year i i i'm very dubious about it's that. It, my confidence level in that is very low the other part of that that must be asked is if connor's not in the testing pool why isn't he in the testing pool
2: <laughs> probably has something to do with the shape of his neck <laughs>
0: It because it seems like he wouldn't pass yeah. the test, right? Yeah. So then you wonder what does Connor know about his own physical condition that the UFC doesn't? Because he sure as shit has not let them give him a physical or anything. Mark my words on that. <laughs> and if you're if you're Michael Chandler, I think Chandler would do it. But it's like at some point, it's like, hey man, how long are we just going to let you do whatever it is you're doing? before you can get clean, you know, quote for six months. And then fight. I, I don't know, that's, I don't know.
2: Oh, I don't either. I don't either. I don't have high hope for Connor coming back at all.
0: Me either. At this point. Bummer. But it would he, be honestly, if he, did. if he showed up like what, why does he wear those collared training shirts? And why does he have to wear the suits to everything? Like he's covering up all the acne.
2: <sighs>
0: what? One, that's 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 fair his point. Uh, fair point. Yeah, one
1: that's his that's his brand, that's also his persona. Is he show he's the guy who shows up in a suit all the time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he's covering his acne. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh that's a fair I hadn't really thought about that because it just seems like and he does try to cover his neck with the collars right it just seems like like if he I don't know if he showed up geared up ready to go every time I'd be maybe a little more I I don't know I'm starting to move towards what Aaron is saying I don't know if we ever see him again in yeah. the in the cage yeah he's
1: just a he's just a A spectacle at this point in time it's just it's just a spectacle it's something to to get eyes for the casuals oh conor mcgregor where like i said i i'm i'm not i'm not excited about watching it i'm not yeah i'm not excited about watching tough i think tough is tough is a old format and it needs to go away and we need to we need to replace it with uh, what what Dom had mentioned. What was the Dom or was it you, Aaron? Do we do contender series and we just do them leading up to the fight, all
0: uh, UFC embedded? Yes, we. I think we all kind of,
2: yeah, we constructed
0: yeah. that together.
2: Yeah, we are a panel that that the UFC should be referring to for these things. <laughs> but
1: hey, hey, guys, you want to do season thirty-one of Tough? We're gonna do men's flyweight and women's, you know, the only reason to do a tough season is if they're going to introduce 31. a weight class, by the way, if they brought in women's atom weight, mm. I would be interested.
2: Oh yeah. That would be good. Like, right? like is that one? In, is that
1: one Oh five? One Oh five.
2: Yeah, that would be good.
1: You introduce Damn. an entire weight class. So like these people will likely be fighting in the finale right on the undercard. And then you have the people that are going to be fighting for let's say the inaugural 105 belt that's a reason to do the show otherwise okay otherwise fuck off
2: yeah or do a what five and 175 belt
0: do two new, new weight classes or something yeah that's what i, I could thought. get i could get behind that um yeah. are you enjoying it aaron
2: not, not. I'm right where you guys are. Like, and actually, Ryan, when he said, you know, we were watching it live with commercials. I don't watch it live with commercials. I don't anymore. either. I wait until I can stream it to not have commercials. And yep. I usually am doing something else. I have it in the background. <laughs> like, it's just not a focal point. Um, it's just not. You know, there's nobody like standing out to me. Is like, oh, this is going to be the tournament winner. Like, that's the guy I'm rooting for our homeboy from from Temecula two weeks ago got smashed yeah and uh, yeah I'm just I'm just not bought in and then like the whole thing with like we're gonna have a tough finale in a couple of months but there's still not going to be that coach on coach aspect which was a big part of the early show a big part of it was waiting to see the coaches fight each other and the idea of Either waiting six months or more for this one, like I'm just I don't care.
0: Well, it totally ruins the timeline and it shows you the kind of money Connor has because he does not give a fuck that the contract does not yeah. work the same way. Um yeah, Brad Katona has fought Mirab Like, I'm sorry, but a guy with no UFC experience is not beating you, it's just not it's just not how it works. No um i'm not particularly interested in who wins i really don't think any of these guys are good enough to like really make noise maybe brad katona you would probably have to say he's the best fighter on the show um definitely like the way he approached the way he's approaching he's like i'm not going to stand there and punch him i got to get through x amount of fights in x amount of weeks i'm going to wrestle him i did think the fight probably should have gone to a third round but ultimately who cares um I don't feel like it's homework. I watch it kind of in the background streaming like Aaron does. I love Michael Chandler, so I can't, you know, I'm not going to pretend I don't. I just think it's a bummer that this is what Connor is, I suppose. I don't know. As far as like, it's almost like Kyrie Irving in basketball. It's like, man, if he would just play 70 games a year, he's worth every penny.
1: Man, if he just thought the earth was a sphere.
0: I don't even care what shape he thinks the earth is. If he just played, you know what I mean? Um, but he just or Kawhi. It's like Yeah,
1: well, Ka- yeah, Kawhi. That's
0: man, these guys are worth every penny when they're out there, but they're just not out there enough. And and I think Connor is has really become part of that group.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for, for different reasons. I don't know I don't if it's not an injury. Well, he was injury prone earlier in his career as well. Mm-hmm. But this is just, it's a lack of desire. I don't want to say a lack of desire, but I, I feel like it's, it's just a lack of that need. Like he doesn't need to fight. He just likes the, the spectacle of it and being known as, you know, the baddest man on the planet, so to speak. Notorious. But he doesn't he, need to do it. So he doesn't,
0: you know, he wakes up right in one of his mansions, wherever in the world he happens to be. He's got a Lamborghini boat. You know, he looks at his bank accounts and is like, well, I could literally never spend all of that. I'll train because I like being in shape, but I'm sure as shit, not going to get in there with a wrecking ball guy like Michael Chandler. Why would I do that? Um, I don't, he'd never admit it. I'm not really sure why he took the show. He Connor also is, you know, his unpredictability, if you will, is what makes him compelling. And so maybe in his mind, he was like, yep, I'll film the show. I'll get in the testing pool. We'll fight. And then he was like, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. Because yeah. that was last week's idea. And this week is is something else. That's, a, that's
1: I interesting. Because I, I honestly think there's quite a big, you know, impulse to him that he'll just be like, yep, yeah, let's well, get back in there. Want to fight five times. Well, then, certainly
0: his antics at the Miami Heat game would, <laughs> would, would support that be- that belief. So. Oh,
1: man. That mascot and, and that lady. <laughs> Impulse. Yeah. Impulsive decision-making. Uh, yeah. yeah. Peanut
0: butter and jelly.
2: Yeah, well, Is that what we're going to go out on this episode? Well,
0: just quickly. I'm, I'm looking at the 290 card, and this thing yeah. Top to bottom is. Yeah. Stacked. Yes. The the card, and we'll just talk about this one, is opening with Cameron. Simon, is this the kid? Yep. Who showed yeah. up like alone and was just like sitting there and they were like, hey,
2: you can go in. He was like, okay, cool. Yeah. The weird yeah. South African kid.
0: So good.
2: Yeah. That's amazing.
0: Yep. Looking forward to to this whole card for The main card is just.
2: I can't wait. It's gonna be a good one. We're gonna oh, get yeah. into that one next week, isn't it? Yes, we are. Yeah, it is almost international what fight are we, week.
0: What are we taking? Almost international fight week twenty twenty three. Uh thoughtful and, and unnecessary
2: twenty twenty four. Yes.
0: That is 100% true, but it's also because it brings us together. It, it You know what? Silence <laughs> really does bring people together.